Hey, bud. How you doing? Good. Cheers, buddy. Happy Moist Monday. Happy Moist Monday. Dude, I thought of a... So we're still working on, like, intros. Yeah. I thought of a intro I want to try. Because what was my outro that I tried on the recording? Do you remember? I don't remember. Let's keep your Mondays moist and then something else. I don't remember the second Well, that was half. my... Yeah, keep your Mondays moist and then your moist mundane. No, it wasn't that, but that's... That's like a bummer, isn't it? Yeah, mundane sucks. It's just, like, average. All right, but you want to hear... This is working, okay. so we don't have to keep it. This is just an idea I had when I was driving over here. So it goes... Okay, I gotta remember. I wrote it down on my notepad. Okay, so it goes: moisten those lips and moisten those hips. You're listening to the Moist Monday podcast. To Moist Monday, <laughs> the podcast, dude. Here's what I don't. I mean, I haven't obviously listened to the past episodes. Sure. Spoiler alert. Um, but I don't think we ever introduced ourselves. No, we didn't. I know that. Um, so this is like episode four or five. But like, and you maybe probably, kind of episode one. We'll figure it out. Yeah, true. So I'm not going to put a number on it. This is a non-binary podcast. <laughs> no numbers involved. Numbers aren't real. <laughs> yeah, numbers are real. I don't believe in them. So I'm, <laughs> I'm Robert. I have a beard. And that's Jacob. Hi, I'm Jacob. Oh, yeah. You're a freak show performer. Oh, is that what we're doing? Yeah. I don't know. Because like, you have better credentials than just a beard. I got nervous. This is a good question. Where do you think like nervousness stems from? Because like when you're a kid, at least in my at least in my experience, when I was a kid and younger, even in high school, dude, I wasn't nervous. No, you did weird shit in high school, like shamelessly. Yeah, like, and that's I, also what I was kind of known for too at a time. Like, I literally did not give a fuck. Were you bullied? Um, a little bit when I was like junior high, maybe. Okay, but in high school, I was just a freaking weirdo. Like, but I, but like I, like I would go to school with painted hair, or I would, you know, I just didn't give a fuck. And then when I graduated high school and became an adult, I gave a fuck all of a sudden. Were you nervous in college? Your Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I've always been kind of nervous like when it comes to women. Sure. But I'm a lot more nervous just in general now. Like, I wish I could go back to those days where I just didn't care and would do whatever I wanted. Yeah, because I'd like to think I still do because I'm not an especially nervous person. No, I don't think you ever have been. No, because I think but we were you, similar in high school. But are you outgoing? When I want to be, it just depends on the day. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, because like I was thinking, like Wednesday at a show. Oh wait, you you had a show on Saturday. I would love to talk about that too. But like, oh, yeah, when, we can talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Wednesday at a show where I did a freak show act. But dude, I feel like after you, I've never seen you interact that much. After so that set. the weird thing is, before a freak show performance, I'm not in a good mood. I'm not excited. Well, that's I'm, because you're putting your. It's not just putting on a show like i'm in a band and i'd get on stage and play music you put your hand in a bear trap like yeah i think part of <laughs> i would not be excited either yeah like i think a lot of it is just knowing like hey i'm gonna be in a lot of pain soon and i need to be entertaining while doing so and that's a really weird you have a lot more pressure thing to traverse. like like yeah. that's a very weird idea even... that you have to focus on because the, luckily, when you're on stage, things barely hurt. Like, there's times when I've really felt it, and that's what's well, shitty. because you've got the adre- adrenaline. Yeah, like, if there's a shitty crowd, it hurts so bad. So I'm worse off, which makes them an even worse crowd because I'm less entertaining. And it's, it's a full circle. Yeah, well, I mean, it's dude, just, that's how it, it is. That's downhill. how it is for any stage performance. You feed off the audience. Yeah, for but sure. the difference is pain. Well, yeah. Yeah. The only, so, like, the only thing I can kind of compare... Is jackass. Sure. Because yeah. they just, I mean, you're doing freak show stuff, which is stunts, and they're just being stupid. I mean, but I'm, they do planned stunts. It, I mean, think how much money goes into that shit to plan. Yeah, it. that's true. But but it, it's like the only comparison I have because I. I mean, it's I, the closest, like, big thing. Big to, medium. Yeah. To freak that, show. 
Yeah, people understand because a lot of people don't even know about Freak Show anymore. Well, they what was that show that was on the air about Freak Show? I remember watching that. Yeah, it, it was, was about was it about Coney Island? No, it was the California the Boardwalk one, and they've closed down since because a oh, lot of people talk to me out. Like when did they close because of COVID? No, they closed. They died before COVID. I'm pretty sure. I guess. Um, fuck, I cannot remember the name of it. I remember enjoying that show. Yeah, no, I loved it. it. It a lot of it wasn't. Freak show performance. It was kind of a reality. It was show, about yeah. the perform. Like it was a reality of the performance. Yeah, because I, th- oh, fuck, I'll have to check. If I think the one girl's name was Asia, because I think I follow her on Instagram still. And I think she still does shit. Morg was the big guy from it. Oh yeah, that name sounds because he was like the real like freak of it. But he was a um, self-made freak, not a natural born. Like he just learned stunts and like changed the way he looked to do shit. Oh, like modified his appearance. Yeah, he wasn't like born with a disability that they turned into a performance. Which which some freak show performers do. Yeah, because that's, that's how the, they fit. That's in. like the natural born idea of yeah. it. Where back in the day, it was like they. Like when freak shows first started, it was only them. It was basically like, hey, look at these people where the term freak came. Yeah, look at these. Which I think is more so why people refer to them as sideshows because that's because freak's less kind of, uh, derogative. Derog- it's derogative. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess from what I know, it's kind of the idea of like taking the name back where freak show is cool again if you're a part of it. Because also like being called a freak is whatever. That's not a big deal. Well, that's how, that's how you identify. That's how I like to think of it. Yeah, I know others don't, I guess. I guess it just all depends. But. You're the only freak that I know. Right, yeah. And there's it's only a very a niche the it's area. a very niche community. Yeah, and like so when I worked with Coney Island, there was a few like natural borns where it was they had a disability disability and they worked and act around it and it was super cool. Like, um, I know one of the more famous my favorite show I've ever seen there, her name was Cuckoo the Bird Girl. Oh, I you've you've told me about yeah, it. Yeah, and it's cause she took the name from a previous performer who was in the Freaks film whenever that came out. Oh, so there's a mo- there's a, like a freak movie. Yeah, it's really old, but like and it had old performers. And this was a character then, and it's a character now. And I know they had the same disease. I cannot remember the name. It's where you, it makes you look older than you are. Oh, I think that's what it is because that's like what I guess I saw her as. But her, she was a Australian performer, fucking fantastic. She started out in the original costume. And then she kind of like shed it for like a Whoa. sexier, funnier costume. That's because she was using the old name. So it's kind of paying homage to that. And then, yeah, because really she also cool. did a one woman show about the history of freak shows. I didn't get to see it because I wasn't in New York what? that week. But yeah, like she's incredible, super funny, super cute. And then like her performance was she did an aerial act over a bed of nails blindfolded. Mm. Like that's, incredible. That's fucking scary. Yeah. No, like she's my favorite performer I've ever seen. And she was a more like born a freak and then like worked at the sideshow and like fucking killed it she was so cool she was my favorite performer i didn't get to talk to her after the show i didn't see her damn that just makes me because i've only ever seen you perform freak show stuff right yeah and like because i know of freak show stuff and i've seen like stuff online obviously but like just seeing it live is so cool and like i've only seen you well and that's like that's like you loving music and only seeing a local band one band one local band and it's like there's other bands out there and they play on the radio. <laughs> Can I see them live? Dude, I think, I mean, we've talked about it before, but I really want to go to New York. I think it'd be, cause I isn't mean, Coney Island still, it's still alive. Barely. Yes, right. Yes. It's making a comeback. I know there's been some weird drama there that I've been like drama. A, yeah. In the freaks. Something about like the guy who like claimed, I, I don't know enough. So I won't talk a lot about it, but the new person in charge is was my mentor, so I'm oh, super sweet. pumped about that. Yeah, he's incredible. His name's um, Real Adam, I think, or Adam. No, it's Adam Realman. Adam Realman. His because I know his character was kind of like he was Adam, like of Adam and Eve. Like he's the first man. He was a strong man for a long time. That's a cool gimmick. Incredible performer. Like oh, I'm, I'm, when I say gimmick, I don't mean. I mean, respectfully, I'm, well, I'm, yeah, I'm not making fun. It was his act because yeah, yeah, he's obviously yeah. not that person. Yeah, so yeah, I guess that's a gimmick. kind of a gimmick, but I think so. Yeah, that was in, in the, I said that in a nice way. Yeah. No, it's a because cool. That, that's his, that's his thing. You know? the, the idea yeah. that he's the original man. Yeah. yeah. Strong I like man. Yeah. Cause yeah, he was a strong man. He does a ton of performances, but he taught me cause he didn't do fire. He didn't teach me fire because he had a full beard and there was a, I think a more someone who focused on fire. Who is my prof- my? Yeah, I guess fire would be tough to. I mean, you got a little beard, but yours is kept tight. Yeah, 
and he had a full beard. But um, he taught me everything else, like blockhead, blockhead, trap work, glass walking. Um, he was a sword swaller, so he taught me like the basics of that. Which I, I know you've been working on that forever, but I've never seen you do it. Um, I haven't worked on it in a while. I because I was I tried it bef- when we lived together yeah, before dude, that's, I that's went the to crazy school. Part, is you tried that was your first freak show thing I remember you doing, and it's the only thing I don't do now. Basically, yeah. Sword swallowing is scary. I mean, also, it's not do you fun. even own a sword? No, I've looked online. It's hard because if you look, you have to up, get a certain type of sword to swallow. You just have to get one that's like thin enough, I guess. I guess. I guess. But if you look up sword swallowing swords. They're fake. They're ones that are like collapsible. Oh, yeah. So I like, I so look. It's a magic trick. That is yes, but people real sword swallowing is yeah, sword yeah. swallowing. It's that's so that's what that's what the weird part is. And I know you get offended by this, but freak show and magicians, you know, in in the common folks mindset, are, are in the same group. Yes, and I've performed with a lot of magicians. I love them. They're incredible because of what they do, and like a bunch of freak show kind of like moves into that subject. Where it is illusionary based, yeah. but nothing I do is illusionary based well, because also I don't think I have the charisma or like, I don't want to put in that effort of stage persona to trick well, people. When I, I used to do a bunch of magic when I was younger. And one of the things that stuck with me from doing magic was magic is 10% whatever you're doing. 10% sleight of hand. It's 90% show. Like you have to put on like this show and then that 90% helps cover the fakeness of it. Yeah. Like, cause you're getting people to look the wrong direction yeah. or focus Misdirection, on the wrong thing. Yeah. And that's just not. And, and you build like this story in people's heads, this, this showmanship where one of my favorite tricks that I've ever done, I wish I could fucking remember how to do it was this card trick where I'd have people pick a card, you know, I'd, I'd go through the steps, the four pile one. Yeah. You've done that for me and you were great at it. And, but like I would do this, I would do like this gimmick uh, where I'd flip over a card and be like, is that your card? Super confidently. And then you go, no. And then I go, like, scramble mode. Mm-hmm. But it's all part of the act. Yeah. And by doing that, you lower the bar. Which is fun for the and then you're like, And then you're like, oh, crap. Okay, so now I need to... You act like you don't know what to do. It's like a bait you, and switch of talent, yeah, you, which I like. You And then you, like, scramble mode. And then and then all of a sudden, you're like, there's only one card left. Do you, you're, you're like, do you think that could be your card, maybe? And then they flip it over, and it's like, that is my card. Which then they and then they're like then they're like holy shit you knew what you were doing I knew what and I was like, doing the whole that time. that was the fun part yeah because I don't want the charisma of that because I kind of like being not shy but like kind of like cute well, what's, what's, cutesy and be like just me like because that's why I like performing with a partner and yeah, I that's usually the crazy have, part is you're never on mic no and that's something I need to work on is getting you always on. perform with with a partner yes and and it, but you guys have great stage presence and your your dynamic back and forth is great there's it's humorous it's it's great Mm -hmm. because he does some some stunts too yes i've taught him a few things yeah but like what i like is i have him go up first well i i personally like to bring everything on stage because i like people to see me handling my material show off your muscles and he'll like do a line say who he is say who i am i like being like hello because i think that's more fun and cutesy where it def- it's like a little bit more like, oh, he's just a person. Yeah, you're, definitely, same- you're definitely like, that's like a, like a, your identity on stage, your, your freak character. I like being a little unorganized and I d- like, I've never written dialogue but I think for it, it. But I think it fits in that scenario too. It makes the. A polished freak show is nothing. No, because you want it unpolished. You want it uncomfortable. The crowd wants un- me to bleed. It's, it's uncomfortable. Yes. And that's why I freaking love it because the 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 way the crowd reacts, uh, 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 like they, I love it, dude. That's the weird part about a lot of shows I've done is I don't get laughs, I don't get claps because the crowd is so uncomfortable. Yeah. So it's weird when you can't. Well, but like that's not very loud, so it's weird when you can't see them and know that they're engaged. But like with that kind of act, you know that they have to be because. Everyone is holding their breath. Everyone's so you don't in, hear a thing. Everyone's engaged, and people are standing up because they need to see it. Yeah, it's and it's because it's not like stand up. It's not like you know a musical performance, and then you clap it. You can't just like take it in. It's you have to. You're like, on the the audience is on the edge of their seat because the, because you literally are putting your body in harm's way. Well, because with my average act, I can break a hand, I can cut open my feet, and I can break a rib. Yeah, and that's like, just and that's just his average act. 
Yeah, I mean, with <laughs> but like if you add fire, you legitimately can die if you inhale wrong. Yeah, or you're breathing fire. Yeah, no, like you can burn you're your putting, lungs up. You're putting chemicals in your mouth. Yeah, that's a shitty part of it is because like it's cool as fuck, though. Yeah, but like being trained in it, they did let you know like, hey, a lot of this is cancer causing. Just so you know, like that is something that could yeah. happen later. But, but what I much, isn't? But I would much rather swallow fire than go out smoking cigarettes. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like you got to pick your vice. Oh, I mean, but also like if I go microwave some chicken nuggets, that can give me cancer eventually. Like it. Yeah, we probably have liver cancer from drinking. <laughs> Moist Monday. Yep. Speaking of what, you went to the doctor today. How did that go? Oh, yeah, dude. I Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I know we're a comedy podcast, are we? Where's the podcast? We're an everything podcast. It's We're uh, a Moist Monday podcast. But now I can officially say I'm a spokesman for mental health. Okay. Can I say that? I don't. I, officially, I never know. <laughs> I mean, I'm put, I mean, I'm a public figure. <laughs> yep. I, I'm on multiple platforms under different names. That's under, fair. You know what I mean? And I just got depression medicine today. And it, This isn't your first time with no, it, No, it's my second time. Because my first time... So COVID hit me hard. I mean, it hit everyone hard. Sure. I'm not trying to... like, But like I fucking spiraled. And so I, I got on it, depression medicine. And also my depression is very seasonal. Which I think for a lot of people it is. Sure. Because it's, it's cold out right now. And well, it's, it's gloomy and... Personally, I don't think I have depression, but I've gone through depressed episodes. episodes yeah. yeah. Like I've had cause and effect that led to depression. My, Same with anxiety, but I feel like mine isn't the long yours, lasting and type. And yours aren't the long lasting and it's not reoccurring. It's just random. I think well, not random. I think it's deserved. Like it's when like, oh, something shitty happens. I'll be depressed. Well, for that's it because you're reacting to an event. Yeah. yeah. Like, dude, I'll wake up some days and be depressed for two days and I'll have no idea. God, that fucking sucks dude it does suck but like so I, I got back on this medicine what are you on well butrin wow. i think it's what my grandpa takes so okay how's he doing is he happy yeah and, okay and my doctor was like it looks like you took it and then quit taking it and i was like yeah i have seasonal depression and he's like well i mean let's i'm gonna put you on six months we'll get together in six months we'll talk about it maybe take you off because it'll be nice out and i was like you know i've noticed my patterns i've noticed how i act let's just stay on it forever I mean, if it works, I know, why like, not? why take it off? Because and risk. Because with my depression, it always kicks in. Like sometimes it doesn't even. I'll like just randomly get sad, and I'm like, I'm driving home. Like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? And then I'm just in this funk, and it's like I have these peaks and valleys, and I'm like, can I just be stable? Sure. But Do like, have you know? Because I've heard of this that it kind of like with your peaks and valleys, it kind of chops off the tip of both. So you won't be as happy as possible, but like you won't. Oh, hit. if you take medicine. Yeah. Is yeah, that, I was very, I have was. Have you noticed that? I mean, I don't, I just started taking it. But uh, you've taken it before. Cause I remember when we kind of reconnected, you told me about that and you got on it. I mean, I think, cause I'm generally a happy person. I like yeah. to have fun. Um, but that, that was my whole worry initially with, with medication and with mental health is I, I wanted to be strong enough to do it on my own. Yeah, there's like a pride factor. It's a pride factor for sure. And then it's also like I don't want to rely on this fucking thing that I have to take every day in order to be happy. I think that's why and I've then, never and talked then, to a and doctor then I about get, it. And then I get worried that like, okay, now I'm feeling great. I've been taking this fucking pill for three years. What if I stop taking it? No. I, do I have to take this for the rest of my life? But I've gotten to this point where it's it's been this recurring habit of mine, these depressive episodes, where I'm at this point where I'm like, I don't fucking, I'm just tired of it. Sure. And I want the medicine to make me feel better. But like, if you're talking about like relying on what, what do you do to relax? The same thing we both do. We fucking moisten up. Yeah, true. So, How, so that's like, a chemical change to your body. What's the fucking difference? Yeah. It, it's just, with it's besides it's, it's actually not, it's the, healthier. The stigma of it, which is fading, the stigma of it, the stigma of mental health. And it's like, if you guys are freaking I don't want to get into like a self-help podcast. Well, yeah, no, we'll talk, recommend. Gonna, no, but I'm just like, like, dude, men struggle. Yeah. And if you need help, fucking, I talked to a therapist. It's awesome. Yeah. Jacob's talking to a therapist right now because we're doing you? a podcast. <laughs> we talked about that this is going to be your therapy. Is, I hope so. I fucking hope so. Because he doesn't want to get a therapist. But no, I think because he should. Part of it is the shame factor. I feel that. Like, I, I get what you mean. I had to. 
Wait, okay, so I was struggling with mental health for a long time. Sure. And then you have to hit a certain point in your journey in mental health where you're like, I can't do this. I need therapy. See, I've definitely hit that. And then didn't. And the problem, here's the problem, here's the problem with it though is you get to those points where you're like, okay, I, man, I fucking really need help. I really need therapy. And then you call like the office and they're like, okay, yeah, let's get you scheduled. You can see someone in six weeks. Fuck. Yeah. I know that there's a lot of stuff like there's, um, better help, better help. Like there's online stuff now, so it's more readily available. So that does help. But I remember I would, it was so discouraging because I was like feeling hopeful because I was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to take that step into therapy. And then I called and it was like, okay, your appointment is in next month. Yeah. And I was like, what am I going to do for a month? Yeah. Because you just hit the bottom of what you were comfortable with. I'm still here. So, and you got help. Yeah. Yeah, I got, and it was, and it was freaking awesome. And then, yeah, it's just, it's just a great way to talk about things. How many therapists have you been through? Um, so I had one a long time ago. There was an ex-girlfriend's therapist. She brought me in when we were, when when we were dating and did some couples therapy. And then I started seeing her separately. How different was couples versus separately? Um, so I guess I, is cause I feel like couples therapy, it's still individual, individual. Well, well, couples therapy is you really, it was mostly relationship based problems oh, okay. and, you, and you could really express yourself and be, you know, and we didn't do it for very long. Also, we were super young and we did it. So did it even help? No. Yeah. We're not how together. old were you? It would have been like 19. That's weird. And it was only because she was seeing this therapist at the time. And I, we had just started talking again, and I had, like, drove her to therapy. Okay. And I was in the car waiting for her, and she she was like, oh, yeah, he's in the car. And so she's like, you want to bring him in? And then we did a couple sessions. <laughs> so do you think the therapist just wanted more money? <laughs> no, because I think it was still under her insurance, and it was her session. Okay. Um, But I think she had heard a lot of backstory of me. Fair. <laughs> and I... It, yeah, oh, so that's got to be weird to go to a couples therapist that your girlfriend at the time had already gone to for so long. Yeah, but she was a cool therapist, and I saw her for a little bit, but then I obviously got nice out, and I was like, I feel fucking great. <laughs> and then so I quit seeing her, and then I started see, going to therapy a couple years later at this uh, company, and I've been at this company ever since, but I've gone through, I'm on my third therapist there, and it's not, there, it's, it's, not, circumstantial, it's not you, right? it's me. I thought it was circumstantial. No, it's circumstantial. Yeah. But I just like that when people say that when they break up with people. Because it's always bullshit. Can you imagine a therapist saying, it's not you, it's me. Wait, can a therapist say, I don't want to see you anymore? Get no, a new I, one? I definitely think it's a patient. Well, but you got to have a connection. You got to, you got, you. But it, like, I wonder if a therapist has ever broken the connection. Maybe. That would be the, fucked. My first therapist was dope. I didn't see her for very long, but she was really nice. I like going to women. I don't know. I feel more comfortable talking to women. See, that's slash, so interesting to slash, me. Well, that's your part feminine, so that's probably why I talk. But like, I don't. I think I'd want to see like an old man. Yeah, it's just it's just personal preference. So like, when you call and set up an appointment, they say, "Who do you want to see, a male or female?" And it, and I just feel more comfortable, but also intimidated. I don't. It's it's a weird thing. But the first one I went to was awesome. But then her freaking side hustle took off, and she was gonna quit being a therapist. And I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> You're gonna leave us straight here?" Like. Yeah, because if you're in the therapist game, I feel like you gotta be one hundred percent. Because you're, you're like, nah, sorry, my Bitcoin <laughs> took off. Yeah, it was just like, <laughs> and I remember she like was crying because she's like, I'm so sorry to, to do this to you. Then don't. <laughs> do you but, know what her side hustle was? I don't remember. It's some <laughs> online business. Uh, but then my second therapist came along, and uh, her husband was uh, in the military, so they were tr- they moved a lot. Did you see her in person? Yeah, I saw oh, her in okay. person, and I saw her for two years, and she was, she was my favorite, dude. She gave me homework. What's you get? You get in therapy what you put out or what you put into it, you know. And you I get out and I love yeah, and I love like when they give me homework and they give me to do like things to work on week by week to improve myself. And she would do that, and and then we would also discuss craft beer. Like I remember we'd oh. go in sometimes, and she'd be like, "Dude, I just tried this beer. You got it. You got a trick." And it we got the it would. I feel like that re- that therapist relationship was more than just a therapist. Like it was like we were friends. And then I sh- I mean I knew this was going to come but since her husband was in the military and they moved a lot, it got to a point where they were moving to a different state because of the military. And I was like, "Oh fuck." Cuz I saw her for like 2 years. God, that sucks. 
And then I had to start with another person. And <clears throat> when I started with my therapist that I have now, it was in the middle of COVID. Yeah. So it was over Zoom. Which I know wouldn't. I would lie. Well, it's, I mean, you get into it what you put it. You know, you get out with it. I can't say that. Because, like, I feel like with you, I'm not going to lie. You know me well enough. Well, why'd you lie in therapy? You want to, you're there to get better. So why would you lie? Just to, like, not be as bad as I think I am, I guess. I just. That's the point of therapy, though, is to it. Yes. And you're talking to it. But you're talking to somebody that is like a third party that you, so you can talk about everything. And it's awesome. Yeah. But what was weird is I started with this therapy, this therapist that I have now over Zoom. Which really sucked because when I got when I had to say goodbye to my last therapist it was over Zoom, and you knew her for years. Yeah, so like our goodbye was over a freaking webcam, and it sucked because we would go on like walks together and stuff. During really, I didn't know it that. It was freaking cool. Yeah, Fuck. she was awesome. But yeah, I've been in therapy for a long time, and it's definitely awesome. I definitely need to be. It's a yeah. I, I definitely think it's it's helped, and I think this medication is gonna help. It's gonna be freaking awesome, and. Here's like this whole time I've been so excited to get back on this medication because I know it's going to help me. And you know, like that TikTok trend where it goes, go little rock star. Yeah. That's all I'm picturing in my head. Like <laughs> I just got depression medication that I just hear. Go little rock star. You're going to be great. TikTok brain, I guess. God, I <laughs> fucking hate how much I love that app. It's a, it's like crack. Honestly. Yeah. Because it's like. It oh, is. Fuck, what's the word? Like, where they, like, make it for you. Yeah, they, they curate it. Yes, curate, yeah. Oh, man. Which, hopefully, we pop up on yours. And if, and if you're seeing us on TikTok... You're, sh- you're like us, apparently. Make sure you like it. Because <laughs> we like you. Hey, you scroll on the toilet right now? Nice genitals. Hard us before your legs fall asleep and you have to awkwardly walk back to work. That happened, dude. I fucking hate that so much. Okay, it's so weird how a toilet can knock out your legs. With my new job right now, I do a lot of residential stuff in people's houses, so I don't take like bathroom breaks. But I'm at, you, wait, at, so if you did though, would no, you? No, but go, like if I have to go to the bathroom, I go to the bathroom. But I in these houses or go to the gas station or something. Okay. Or there's porta potties. Uh, but in my old job, when I worked at like in a shop, yeah, I would be like, I'm bored and go to the bathroom yeah, for twenty no, minutes. Yeah, fifteen to twenty minutes. Because my last job was a welder, and you were a carpenter. Yeah, it was so carpenter like, in a shop. And we, our bathrooms had motion lights, and this happened multiple times. <laughs> I was in there for so long, the lights would shut off. And you're in a stall, and then you're like, your pants are around your ankles, and you're like, you have to like waddle up or hope <laughs> someone comes in. And then it, and a couple of times people would walk in, and they just... They walk into the darkness, but they see someone in it's so it's such a funny image to just think about. Two pair of darkened legs. <laughs> you just you just walk in the bathroom like, oh no one's in here, and then you just see in the corner a leg. Like they're sitting in the dark. Like that's so funny. And then you just hear, Thank you. <laughs> Cause um I remember when I was a welder and um so there's probably in my building because there's a male and female bathroom, then a private bathroom. There's probably 50 dudes who worked there, two girls. Yeah, so they, it sucked that the male bathroom was always completely oh, it's full. it's always full. And the, like, the girls' bathroom, you know, it was like, oh, God, there's not, there's no one in there. And, and then there's the private cleaner. one. But like with the male bathroom, it sucked because our cleaning staff was so, like they circulated so much. Every time I was in there, you'd hear the door open and be like, hey. And it was the one woman who worked there basically be like, hey, is anyone in here? And I didn't want to be like, Yep. So I would just go like, <coughs> just hoping you they just, would hear. Would, <laughs> because I didn't want to admit in my own vocal, like in my own like voice. You, you didn't want to, hey, I shit. Yeah. Like, it was a weird, again, a weird <laughs> shame that I remember of just like trying to like, or you just bump into something. So they'd be like, oh, someone's in there. <laughs> because so you'd rather just hide in the bathroom and hope they hear you rustling around yeah, and them like, know who you are. I'm taking a shit, which half the time I even, I wasn't, I was just on my phone yeah, you're because on your phone. I was tired of welding for four hours straight. And you're, yeah, you're just like, I fucking hate work. Well, that's the weird fucking thing about welding is you're wearing the mask. So you see two inches. 
oh, for yeah. hours. That's, because I didn't even think about that, dude. No, because you're that's in, your entire day. Your entire vision is blacked out besides what you're welding. Oh my god. Plus so you, you got plus you have all that heat and that protection on. Well, yeah, you're yeah, because no matter what the temperature is, you have to wear layers so you don't get burnt, so you're sweating. Oh, during the summer it'll probably be miserable. No, this the summer's fucking dangerous where I worked. Because a on the dehydration and well, no, like I remember when it was over a hundred outside, they would open the door to cool things down inside. They because after well, some because yeah, shops don't have AC. I mean, they do, but, but like with welding, it's more focused on the ventilation. Yeah, trying to pull out the fumes. But I mean, there's just robots and welders everywhere, and like there's and things that fire, are it's fire, dude. Yeah. No, because after somebody passed out, they got us these vests. All right, you just skimmed over that real quick. After someone I, passed I out. I wasn't there when somebody oh, passed out at this shop. So, like, they were just in the middle weld and it dropped? I'm guess. I'm sure they, like, stopped welding, sat aside, and then passed out. I mean, out. I'm sure if you're in this industry. You know. Yeah, I'm sure. But that's just crazy to think, like, that's a dangerous job. And that's I, not even. What's crazy about welding is that's not even the most dangerous. Like, there's underwater welding. Yeah. It's so dangerous. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you make so much money. I mean, because I remember you looking of. into it. Well, I looked into it. One, you have to be coastal, but also yeah, you got to be like a journeyman and and you work. I like the idea of because that was the shitty part of being a welder. I'm glad I'm done with it. Everyone told me like, oh my god, welders make more than fucking doctors. Bullshit. No, no they don't. No, a welder makes more than a doctor, but not me versus the average. Because um, <laughs> I just, yeah, I make I make more than you, doc. Well, no, I made, I think, 15 to 16 an hour. But you're working fucking 50 hours a week. Yeah, 10 to 12 hour days. Yeah. No, and it was complete bullshit. It was, like, it's a fun job to, like, actually weld. But the idea that I built one piece of machinery. Yeah. And I built it. You're in a factory. I worked it about 40 times a day, 10 hours a day. 50 hours a week for four years. Yeah. So it's like, oh, what do you do? I'm a welder. And it's like, that's fucking cool, dude. And like, and you're no. like, okay, well, I'm just running lines on the same fucking part well, over and over. The again. issue was the first company I did, I built a bunch of different shit. And I did that for like eight months and they laid me off because they were a small company and like winter came. Like they had 12 employees. I think they fired like four of us. They hired me out of college. So obviously I'm the worst Oh, yeah. Which I'm comfortable with. I was doing the grunt work. They the needed bottom me. bottom of the totem pole. Yeah. And like I was fresh out of college. And like that job was fun. It beat the shit out of me because that job broke my nose, fractured my leg. Jesus Christ. That's the one time I've passed out from a heat stroke or whatever the Jesus fuck it was. Jesus Christ. And <laughs> God, like, yeah, I saw. I never got an ambulance, but I saw another dude get an ambulance. But like that job was fun. I loved my lead. I loved did you guys the other welders. Did you guys just hear all the <laughs> shit that he listed and said, yeah, that job was fun. That was way better than the other welding job I did where I was safe what? and built <laughs> one thing for four years and maybe a oh, shit wow. welder. The- no, because I can tell you the story of when I broke my nose and that. <laughs> I've never I've- been. Can you imagine breaking your nose, passing out, getting brutally injured and fractured my leg? Oh, that was so much fun. That but, job was ladies fun. Ladies and gentlemen. He's a free show performer, so I guess he likes pain. Well, that's part of it is everyone's like, God, I can't imagine how you did that. I'm like, I did something way more dangerous for a career. Yeah, for a long time. Yeah, six years I was a welder. That's crazy. From 19 to 26, basically. 25, 26, yeah. Yeah, 1995 so, to 2026. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, so um, the day I broke my nose as a welder, I don't think I have a picture of it, though, unfortunately, to like link. But what I was doing is they finally gave me my own project and I was in charge of oh, building cool. 22 truck beds. All right. And like, <laughs> it does not sound fun to me. It was so much fun. But it's your own independent project. Right. And like, I remember at one point, like everyone was helping just, I think it was near the start of it to build like the base of it. Yeah. And at one point they put me in charge of a helper and he was like, piece of fucking shit. I remember that. I hated yeah, him. If you're listening, you're a piece of shit. I don't remember his name. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to say a name right now and we're going to bleep it. And that's going to be who it is. You didn't say a name. I know, that's the joke, but I'll put a bleep there. And, people, <laughs> and then people are going to figure out what name it is. No, I didn't say a name, you the idiots. The shitty thing, the only thing I remember about him is that he was at Vegas during that shooting. Oh, during that concert? Yeah, that's the only thing I remember about him. That's traumatic, dude. Rest I know. In peace. I worked there. No, he lived.
<laughs> didn't die. No, I mean the recipes of oh, people. That everyone did. else. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're the one that took it there. I, I go recipes. You go. He didn't die. Other people did. <laughs> no, okay, but I remember. So I was building the like the walls of the truck bed could fold down. So I put like hinge on it, and it could like collapsible. Nice. So they were all separately built. Built for tough. <sighs> they weren't forward, but whatever. But I it remember I was be. building it, and I had to bend it over a wooden block. Like, I'd uh, like clamp it over a wooden block. So it has a curve in it? No, because when you weld it, it warps. So it was to oh, fight. to counterbalance the yes. warp. Yes, so okay. it's like you warp it one way, because you know when you weld it, it'll warp it the other way. So it should come out even. Damn, he's smart. I didn't design it. The fucking engineer did. But, you just love the plants. <laughs> yeah, no, engineers are the geniuses and the idiots of everything you do. Yeah, true. Well, because they build amazing schematics, but they don't. They don't know the practicality. They don't know. Yeah, they don't know. That's how like in my industry. That's like in my industry, architects. Yeah, no, they it's design the exact amazing same thing. things, but then it's like, dude, this isn't possible. I, I can't build this. It's yeah. not possible. Yeah, it's not possible. And that's such a weird factor. And they make so, so much, much smarter. Dude, engineers than us. and architects make so much than what we do. Way more than twice. And it's like probably four times. Yeah, what we and make. it's like. Dude, you should have taken a welding class or a carpentry class just to learn the basics. Yeah, no, I loved our engineer at the time though, and like he did a good job. It was the second company, not so much, but so I would clamp it down over like a solid, I think like four inch square block of wood. So there's a four inch gap over a, I don't know how many feet, probably like five feet block of wood. Okay. So whatever the dynamics of it is, yeah. And um, one time when I was clamping it, or I guess I don't know if I was clamping it or I was getting ready to unclamp it, the clamp slipped. And just, so the metal frame that I already welded undid. Un, un, it unwarped. Yeah. It popped as up. As fast as it fucking and it's can. metal. Into my face. Oh. So it crushed. Just right in your nose. My nose. Yeah. Straight on. Hit me right in the Did nose. Did you drop? Yes. I would it, have just been like. Ow. Because, like, I blacked out for probably... Oh, you blacked out? Well, yeah. Imagine the force of that hitting you directly And then in the you face. just woke up covered in blood? I or? didn't wake up because I didn't pass out. I blacked out. So it was just, like, couldn't see, couldn't hear, couldn't feel. Oh, my God. Like, because the great thing about a broken nose, it doesn't hurt until someone what? fixes it. What are the words that he's using? This is a fun job. The great, the great thing about don't... breaking your nose. <laughs> what? You're fucked up, dude. No, because I, go I broke my nose... Two or three times, maybe. Damn, it's still that straight. Um, The reason it's straight is because the first time it broke at a crook, and that sucked. But my dad, like, I remember when it happened. I'll tell the story after this. He looked at me. and was like, hey, come here. And he just took my nose and just, like, twisted it straight. I've seen that in movies. Did a great fucking job. It, it curves a little to the right now. Well, I think... Doing human blockhead, it helps straighten it out because you're putting a metal rod in there every time. You know, well, keeps it straight. That broke it a different way than oh, I do it all the time. That's a different thing. Yeah, you can only use no. one nostril. <laughs> yeah, because the other one's so broken to this. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so it fucking crushed my nose. Oh my god! And that's why if you look at it, there, right yeah, here, little, it's white yeah. because it pushes against my nose, and that's because this thing was fucking crisp, like. I, I, to reform it, I just did this a bunch. Oh my God. Yeah. And like, I remember that was the first day because I'd only worked there a few months and overall I only worked like eight months, but we got custom shirts where it was like the company shirt with your name tag on it. I, first day I got it was that day and I just drenched it in blood because I destroyed my face. Oh my God. And the crazy fucking thing is I finished the day. I worked another four hours there. Dude. And I remember the next day we had a... I would have fucking... I'm I'm going home. No, like, my job now, yeah, fuck this, I'm going home. I don't know why I care. It young, was a pride it's, thing. It's a young mentality thing. I was... It's a pride, yeah. I was new in this, like, franchise. I've, got, I've gotten to this thing just in jobs in general. Like, if something like that would happen, I'm... Mm -hmm. Fuck this. Yeah. I'm going home, and I'll be back tomorrow no. if, if, if it's not that bad. Well, no, because they, ha they made me take an insurance test or oh, whatever in case... Well, in case I had brain damage because of how oh hard it rocked me. Because I for sure had a concussion. And they were like, hey, this is like, like, I remember them sending so parameters of like, hey, this is when you can like set up a doctor's appointment for this. And did you? No, I was fine. <laughs> I think. I, I think that's the day that Jacob changed. That was not my first concussion. <laughs> Dude, concussions can be a separate episode. 
Yeah, I've had at least four, and they all have a story. Oh my god, I have one for sure. I didn't know that. I have one for sure that's was that's not for sure. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure because I had a headache for months, dude. I'm pretty. It's, that means you have a concussion. Because I've had one concussion where I forgot people's names. Dude, what? I was in high school. What? All right. Did I finish the first story? Probably not. Uh, yeah, the welding story. Yeah, so it just crushed my nose. I remember like just like pinching it back in place. And that's why there's like bone shards. Like this thing is not solid. There's a piece missing where my where this finger is and like it goes a little bit further down on this end oh because God. it was just Fuck. gravel in my face. Well, it's cuz it shattered the bone. Yeah, and I just remember pinching it back in place to fix it. So you didn't go to the doctor? No. I mean, like who fucking cares? It's your face. How often have you gone to the doctor? Today. <laughs> we just discussed it. So, checkmate, you bitch. Checkmate. That's fair. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Didn't see that go coming. No, I did not. I did not read the room. <laughs> no, you didn't. Wow, got you there. No, but like that job, I fucking loved because I was, I was young, I was fresh. They believed in me wrongfully, and they abused the fuck out of me. And it was fun? Yeah. No, it was fun because I had something to prove. That's back when I cared about welding before I got the second job, and I didn't and, give a fuck after and that. And then you just were like, this fucking blows. No, because my first job, all I cared about was like, hey, I'm talented. Yeah, I want you to, to believe in me. Prove yourself. Make a name for yourself as a welder. Well, because I was doing grunt. Because you're green. I was you're doing fresh, grunt yeah. work, as I should. Like, I did a lot of, like, just working the saw, which a metal saw is fucking weird to work. Because it just takes so long, and it's so fucking hot, because the metal heats It's very up. hot. I do, I do a little bit of metal cutting. Really? Just because we'll do, like, I've done, like, stair treads with metal beams, and we got to cut those Okay, down. that makes sense, yeah. And I just metal saw, and then I'll use the saw itself to... Uh, ease the edges and get off the burrs like so I'll, I'll do my cut like, i feel like we're using a different saw in this circumstance well this is this is like a big metal like rough saw that like looks like there's bumps all over it does it have two separate pulley systems no this is a small saw because we're on a job site oh, okay oh on uh, job yeah yeah but like i'll cut a, like a, a rail for a banister that's metal and it will spark you know and then i'll i'll pull the saw halfway down and let it go i'll mm -hmm. start it and then take the thing and spin it I'll go at an angle and spin it sideways to ease the edges so it's not a sharp metal. Okay. And then I'll like go like that and around it and then slowly ease off the, yeah. Okay, because a story about this when I was running this all. With pulleys. That sounds scary. Well, it's like, I don't know how to like describe it properly. It's, oh, it's a bandsaw. Oh, okay. So, so it's I've two things of, spinning. I've used one of those. But this is a metal bandsaw, so it's just like. No, I've used one of those. We had those in my old shop where the blade is like. On a thing, I yes. you know, a super small one, and you, and you would, like and you would lower it. You have to like lessen the pressure. Yeah, of it so yeah, it we did, we use yeah. one of those. So, um, for I think a full fucking day, I was just measuring parts and cutting them for the next project. God, that's so monotonous. I mean, that's the grunt work, but so like it was fine because that company let me wear headphones, so I would just like well, nice. do it and like I figured out my way of doing it. OSHA does not approve. No, absolutely not. <laughs> no, this is. It's all right. I wear headphones at work now. This so. OSHA comp like if. I remember when a when an employee quit, they called OSHA, and they like had an emergency meeting. It's like, hey, we need to do this, this, and this for the next two weeks in case these people come. Oh my god! Can you yeah. imagine me that? I've like dislike company of twelve people, but I've like dislike my job sometimes. But like, can you imagine quitting and disliking your job so much that you calling wanna, that you want to fuck the entire company? Calling the government? Yeah. yeah. That's ridiculous. People are. I have a petty. story of another person who quit while I was there. But first, okay, so, <laughs> so yeah, I was cutting shit all day working on the saw because the way the saw works is it's a long band saw and you have to like relieve the pressure, the yeah, air and pressure, it, and, and the gravity drops it. But yeah. you have to do it like slow enough that it doesn't bounce, and you got to make sure fast it's a good, enough a it good goes cut. Yeah. yeah, you set a like parameter of the cut, and by the end of the day, I was doing H bar, which and it was twenty feet of that, so it's like steel, steel, steel. Yeah. Heavy shit. I think it was like six inches squared, That's a probably. Long, and that takes, it takes a while to cut through that. Yeah, because it's also like different amounts of metal. Yeah. And I did it all day. Jesus. I figured out my system because also I had to spin it sometimes. So I would like to spin or no, not spin it to get it up on the like system. I would pick up half of it because it was hundreds and hundreds of pounds. Oh, yeah. And then I would take a scrap metal, shove it in the um, like roller section. 
to just hold it still. And then I'd pick up the other section, place it, get it on the right surface, get it lined up oh and then God. put it in. And it's rinse and repeat all day. And I think I did. That's why you're so strong over. Oh God, I was so fucking strong at that time. But yeah, I did that <laughs> at least. I, I think it was, I had to do 20 of them. So I'd done 19. And by the end of the day, another welder came up who was a little bit, he wasn't, he was newer than me, but he had been in the, game longer he'd been a welder for longer he'd been a welder for probably yeah, like 10 years well i'd company. been like a few months because yeah. they hired me out of college so they could like train me to their direct systems but he came up and this dude i fucking loved him he was so funny so cool he was an idiot he's the one who got hurt the most even more than me while even we were though there. he's an experienced welder yeah but i feel like it wasn't a personal i feel like this job was just sketchy that's probably a big part of it and why I won't list the name because I love the company after the, Dude, after, no, after they fired me, they what? tried to, they tried they to hire fired me. you and he still said, I love the company. It's so much fun. No, because after they fired me, they tried to hire me back, but I'd already worked for a different company for a few months. Like, Oh, they just fired you cause they were slow or something. I was laid off. Yeah. Yeah. you were laid So off. like I was able to go on unemployment for a few months. That's always and fun. And I was going to wait, but it, unemployment just wasn't what it was back then because obviously now they got their shit done. Or, like, down with COVID. It still takes a while. I was on it for a little bit. Because I, yeah. I got laid off during COVID. I think I was on it for, like, two weeks, maybe. It. I had to get a new... Over a month. I had to get a new job. When mm-hmm. I got when I got laid off and I went on unemployment... Because it, it takes so it, long. It yeah. took so long to process that I, I, I had to get a new job. And then by the time I processed it, I was hired. And I was like, fuck, son of a bitch. Because I wanted to kind of enjoy my retirement. Because my fucked up thing was I lived with my parents. I don't know why I was so des- why I was so determined to get a new job. Because you were going on dates with women. Not really at the time. I live with my parents and I'm still desperate for money. No, but this was when I was 19. True. And I got laid off and I had, and you had all mo- my yeah, welding you had money. So yeah. Much money. For like 10 months of welding or whatever. I should have taken a month off. I took like a 2 weeks off. Yeah, but anyways, so yeah, the time I Maybe fractured my leg. I think I did. I didn't go to the doctor oh for it again. Oh my god, again. No, so um, I had been picking up He's that H-bar up. all day. So I picked, so at the end of the day, this guy comes over and offers me help. And I'm like, sure, whatever. Yeah, just to help me. More, yeah. yeah, so I don't have to like do like set the, or Prop, with the, the rollers, like set the bar in it to like jam it so I can pick up this piece in two sets. He just helped me pick it up. And he was like, oh, I don't like how I'm holding it. In his inner monologue, so he twists it. Without telling you. Yeah, so it, I'm holding it like this, and it rolls out of my hand, hits my knee on the way down, and then pins my knee to the concrete. And oh, my God. we have God. 10 minutes left of work. So he had finished with his, and he was like, oh, I'll help this guy. And he rolls something out of my hands. I couldn't catch it in time. And that thing's fucking heavy as shit. It's a 20-foot H-bar. Yeah. So it's several hundred pounds, and hits and, my and leg. It's metal. And then pins me against the concrete. Oh my god! He's super apologetic. I'm like, hey, let's just get this up here so I yeah. can fucking can cut it, get it, so I don't get in trouble. Yeah. So we cut. you. So I you were like, let's get it under and get the cut. And you're like, fuck my knee, dude. Like, well, no, what? because I'm just dragging it behind me at this point. I remember it's my right knee. I still am able to drive home. I lived 20 miles out, so it was like a 30 minute drive home. And by the time I got home, I remember my dad was working out in his workshop. So he was outside and he saw me dragging my leg behind me. He's like, what the fuck happened? I'm and like, you go, I'm fine. Oh, I hit it with a piece of metal. And he's like, let me look at it. And we roll my jeans up. It's like a knee plus a softball. So and you were just, what were you going to do? Just go in your room and put on Netflix or something? No. I, <laughs> you had a girl coming over? Nope. Different. Um, so I remember that weekend. Oh my God. I, cause it was Friday. I immediately put on a pair of skinny jeans to hold the swelling. To keep the pressure. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. I drove to Iowa City with an ice bag on my knee. (laughs) To go party? Yeah. No, and I went to Iowa City where I, like, kind of lived on the weekend during that time. Yeah, you were going there, like, every weekend. Every single weekend, yeah. And then staying there the whole weekend. Yeah, like, Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, I would drive home. That weekend, I think I actually have video of it because that was one where we got especially drunk because... I also was on like any painkiller I could get. Oh my God. <laughs> so fucked up. And my knee was so swollen. But uh, I remember that knee or that Friday we went out dancing. And you think that's a good idea? No. <laughs> and I danced with this girl at Gabe's in Iowa City. 
dope. No, and because on Fridays they would play like fifties and sixties oh, music, like ballroom, and we would like dress nice and go out dancing. It was so much not yeah. ballroom. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you know, like kind of like swing. That's ballroom. No, it's not. But anyways, and I remember this girl I really liked. I her and I were dancing, and I like went to dip her. And she leaned on my right leg, and I fucking and just you collapsed. Dropped. No, I didn't <laughs> you dropped her. her. Yeah. You dropped her. <laughs> she just no. She hit the fucking pavement. <laughs> you just go, oops. Well, no, but, so but you, you probably dropped with her, or no, partially. I no, my leg just. See, yeah, I probably like took a knee with it, but yeah. Yeah, you were doing a statement, dude. You were yeah. taking a knee. <laughs> Oh no, my god, she just fucking hit the floor. She's like, yeah, I trust this guy. Bam, <laughs> drop. I did that so much where I thought I could dip somebody and I just fucking couldn't. You dropped multiple people dipping? Two, more than two times. Two people. How often are you going out dipping? Um, is that a saying? It is now. Dipping? Uh, no, because like dipping means like... Oh, we'll put a dip in. Yeah. No, no but, like, but in this sense, dipping. I did that most Fridays. I think I've only dipped one person one time how did it go i didn't drop her <laughs> so it went great i've dropped at least two women twice a couple times yes all right if you hear this don't dance with jacob i don't know if i'm solid yet <laughs> i don't think you are with you have a terrible stat record dude i don't know how many times i didn't drop somebody i don't keep track of oh that. so now we're going up the odds it's less memorable yeah so you think there's more non-dips non-drop dips than Slightly, not an incredible amount, not a trustworthy amount, because you should be like nine to one. You should be 100%. I, I mean, like, but like a real person, I'd give them one fault. True. How well, many times have you dipped a person? I just said like once. I bet. I guess what? I'm batting 100, baby. <laughs> I bet I've dipped upwards of 10, dropped four is my, so not good. I mean, that's passing. <laughs> you passed. You passed the dip test. I wouldn't get into college off of that, though. Community college. <laughs> and those people you probably should drop. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I went to community college. So did Jacob. We both did. We yeah. both went to community college. We're, so I'm a welder. You're a carpenter. Yeah. So we're advocates for community college, but it is a funny joke. God. It's so, weird that I'm no longer a welder, though. I'm back into carpentry. I'm back into it. Um, so what, you took like six months off, eight months off? Yeah, it was weird. I was I did carpentry right out of college for like six, well, five years. Well, from the start of college on to. Oh, yeah, because I, I was still in school. school. Yeah. I was Well, I got hired while I was still in school. Because I got hired a week after I left school for welding. And then I did it for a while and then got laid off and then took a little hiatus, did something different. And then I'm back in it, baby. And it feels great. Does you, it? You know what else feels great? What? This episode. This podcast. We found our um, standpoint. My drink is yes. empty. Okay. Which means it's the end of the episode. Remember, keep your Mondays moist and your and your something else. We'll come up with a good ending. I think I think definitely remember to moisten those lips. And moist, and moisten those hips because you just enjoyed. A moist Monday podcast. Bye everyone. Love you. I love you, bud. Love you, bud. Cheers. <laughs>